You're listening to Mikey Pod, episode 157. Today is March 12th, 2012, and yay, here's a new podcast for you. It's been a while, I know. I That's that's just part of the routine of introducing. It just wouldn't feel right to say that, so that's why I wait so long between episodes. But the good news for those of you who are still hanging around and listening is that I have a plan. Yes, a plan. I'm going to be featuring interviews each episode, and I'm thinking every other week you'll be hearing a podcast. Uh, this week's guest is Colin from the band Attack Wave. Uh, you'll be hearing some music from them, as well as a little interview with him and uh, some more music. So music, interview, more music. That's how the new plan is. Let's see how it goes. I had a great time talking to, to uh, Colin, and he reminded me of this album I and the many things I download and forget about. This, uh, oh, what year is this from? Uh, 1981. This is, uh, I grimace because uh, I can't say his name right. Yukihiro Takahashi uh, from his album, New Romantic Extraordinary. Yeah. 
That was Sugarcoated World from Attack Wave from their uh, forthcoming EP, Ultrasound ADHD. And joining us today is Colin, who is a member of the band. Welcome, Colin. Hi. Thank you. <laughs> so there are three people in the band, right? Or is it four now? Uh, no, it is It is three. Uh, it, was, it was briefly four, and then it became three again. And I think that uh, we're going to stick with three because we've decided we don't want to have to retool our entire setup only to have another person leave oh so (laughs) so so the videos i've seen of you guys performing live was you uh uh singing and playing keyboard another keyboardist and a bass player so how is what is what is the lineup at this time so we've we've gone back to those same three people um it's me uh uh tyler and melissa Uh uh-huh and uh we uh but we have we did add a drummer for a month, which we had wanted to do, but then when the drummer in question wasn't able um, uh, to uh, continue with us, um, our bassist really liked how it was going with drums, and since he played drums with me in our last band together, mm-hmm. he decided to pick up the drums, so now it's looking like he's going to be on uh, drums and then Melissa will still be playing keyboards and I will still be playing keyboards and singing. And then I think what we're going to actually end up doing is um, sequencing all the bass out um, and then attaching uh, various like 8-bit sound effects and stuff to it. And he will be playing with that. Cool. I love that sort of like programmed drum sound combined with or programmed percussion, I guess, in this case. Yeah, yeah. Combined with real drums. That's really nice. Yeah, I'm excited about it. It's I mean, we just started working that way, but it's it's sounding really good so far. So, yeah. So, with our sequencing in mind, like how much I like in the live videos, I noticed you guys play a fair amount of things live. Do you have like a philosophy on that? Like do, or is it just that how that's how it worked out? Well, I mean, it's a kind of a combination. I personally like, you know, I don't want to watch people play with sequencers Mm -hmm. like it's not very i mean like i've seen a lot of people that like will like run a sequencer on stage and like you know be tweaking it and like and starting and stopping loops and all that stuff but like in general i just i personally don't think that's very exciting to watch right so i try to make it so that like anything that we could possibly play we do so you know i mean and that what that means is just that like if if I can manage to play the keyboard line as a not very good player of the instrument <laughs> right. at the same time I do, um, you know, and then with Melissa, um, I have everything programmed out so that she's running keyboard splits across her keyboard so that she can switch sounds and like be playing two sounds at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, that leaves like basically stuff that like would be run off a sampler or like is too fast to be played such as like really fast arpeggios and stuff. Right. That's if I don't mind sequencing cause there's no way we could do it. But, mm-hmm. um, but other than that, I try to keep it from being sequenced. So it looks like you guys have two controllers like running off of one or two laptops. Is that what's um, happening? Yeah. We're well, so it's, 
in those videos, it's one controller running off a laptop, uh-huh. um, which is also running, was running the additional like tracked elements, um, which allowed for certain sounds that I was using, um, I would to like to make like a like a coin sounding instrument like a like a Mario coin sound. Uh-huh. Um, I like to keep it kind of synced to the beat, so that's in like thirty second notes when she hits it. So like that kind of keeps um, when we were running off the computer like that. It kind of would time sync stuff for her, so that we could do that kind of intricate stuff. But she'd still be in control of the sound and how it was played. Um, and then I was playing off a uh, Korgar three, I think. Okay. Um, but we sw- we since we've switched. Um, now I'm playing off a. I will be playing off of a, a, a Dave Smith Instruments uh, Mofo. Nice. And then <laughs> she's gonna be playing off of the um, uh, M Audio Venom. Okay. Um, and the reason for that is just because the Venom the Venom's great actually as far as like a like a digital synthesizer goes. I really like it. It mm-hmm. sounds really good. Um, and plus I can program splits into it. So, um, it definitely like switching to those and getting away from like the soft sense that we were using on those recordings has definitely warmed everything up. And I really like that. Um, so yeah. And those are the two cents I use to like make the EP. I didn't throw this on our list of potential questions, but it hit me that didn't, did we, uh, connect over Ryuichi Sakamoto at some point? I think we did kind of briefly talk about that. Yeah, um, we also briefly talked about um, about uh, Gary Newman. Oh yeah, point two. <laughs> so so there are a couple of your influences. I'm I'm presuming. Oh yeah, definitely. Are are there others that bear mentioning? Um, you know, I mean, uh, Ryuichi Sakamoto is a good place to start, actually, and more than him, um, I would say um, I'm really influenced by. Uh, uh, Yoshihiro Takahashi, um, the other member of YMO, and like some of his early '80s solo work is really cool. Um, but in general, like you know, I've been influenced a lot by like um, like late '70s, early '80s, like kind of like techno pop, um, and then um, bands like and then like bands of that ilk, like Plastics and P Model. Um, I really get into, and then also like there was kind of a, a resurgence of like like techno punk in like the late nineties, early two thousands that I really love. Like bands, like, I mean, I guess the most obvious one would be like, like Cornelius, for instance, who was on that for a while there. Yeah. Uh, There are some really cool bands like that, that are like both cuter and faster. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like I'm really, I'm really into really fast stuff. So bands like, I don't know, like plus tech squeeze box. I really love, um, poly six. Um, yeah, I don't know who else. There's that, a bunch. <laughs> that's interesting. Like, I, I love it. Like, there are two things I notice. Like, my pronunciation of Japanese names is muy bad. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and I, like, I love Cornelius, but they're one of those bands that I really fell in love with and didn't know where else to look for anything like that. So I'm glad that you dropped a couple names that I can check out. We're going to listen to uh, Television Girls. Uh, tell me about this song. Is this the one that I saw the video for, or is that... Robot Life. Uh, no, the video. So there's the live. The live videos are up on our YouTube channel, um, which I believe is called Heart Heart Die. If you want to look us up on YouTube, um, but uh, it, uh, 
there, so there are live videos up from the radio show we we recorded um, at the end of last year. Um, but then we also made a video for television girls. Um, the audio in the video is from an older version that I, uh, mixed and mastered. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, um, there's a version of it up on SoundCloud right now. It's free to download, um, or not on SoundCloud. I'm sorry. Um, it's up on Bandcamp right now and it's free to download. And that version was mixed and mastered by Woody Taylor, um, and as is the rest of our EP. Um, so yeah, if you go to, uh, www.attackwave.com, it's a T T a C K W a V.com. Um, there's links to like the band camp where you can download stuff, the YouTube channel, SoundCloud, all that other stuff. Cool. And I'll put links to all that stuff on, uh, mikeypod.com too, to go with, uh, uh show notes. Sweet. Sweet. So that does that cover everything? Did you say the, your website address? I did. All right. I missed it. <laughs> I was thinking of shiny things. <laughs> uh, so so I think that's it for us. Uh, the next track we're going to hear is uh, Television Girls. And uh, dun, 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 dun. I think that's it. Thanks for uh, joining us on the show today. Thank you.
and gentlemen, welcome to this program. It's showtime!
From 1985, that was Vicious Pink. Uh, I don't know the name of that album, uh, but I just it just had to be played on this show, I believe. Uh, before that was The Martin Show uh, from Plus Tech Squeeze Box. Had never heard of this band before? Colin. Thank you, Colin, for the interview and for telling me about rad music. Uh, before that was Television Girls from Attack Wave. Please be sure to check out the band Attack Wave at attackwave.com. There will be a uh, link in the show notes at mikeypod.com. Email me Email me at mikeypod.com. Let me know what you think of the show. Sorry, mikeypod at gmail.com. I think that's all I got to tell you. Thanks for listening. Uh, I've been working on some of my own music. You can check that out at michaelheron.com. Everything's, you know, this and that. Uh, you can look for some more of things like that. That's mostly me talking about my work and experimenting and all that kind of stuff. Um, I'd love your feedback about that too. And maybe one of those songs will wind up on this here podcast. You'll hear from me again in a couple of weeks. I'm going to try to do a show every other week. I have a couple of interviews already lined up. So trying to keep the momentum going that way. And uh, let's wrap it up in keeping with my lullaby at the end of the song tradition. Uh, at the end of the podcast, I mean. Here's some Thomas Dolby from the album Golden Age of Wireless. This is one of my favorite slow jams from the 80s, Airwaves. Strange how the scale forms in the 
Tension of 